1: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, we were just talking about parlays and how they're especially volatile in baseball. I don't think I've placed more than like three baseball parlays this entire year. And Mm -hmm. for my like for funsies bets, I usually do a good bit of parlays. Like especially in the NFL, Mm -hmm. I'll do a lot of teaser parlays. But baseball feels like one of those sports where there are very few guarantees in major league baseball. And I feel like this needs to be written on a chalkboard somewhere for everyone to read it. Because do you know how many people ask me? They say, Chelsea, I want to do a parlay today. Who should I play in major league baseball? I'm like, listen, this is a sport where the worst team in the league can go Mm -hmm. on a seven game win streak. That's a sport you want to put, you know, your money on for a parlay. Because each and every team in your parlay is very capable of blowing it all.
0: Oh, absolutely. Although the Rays, look at you guys. Every single person, (laughs) not not just in America, Chelsea, on the planet, looked and said, well, it's parlay day and I'm starting with the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, I've done, I don't know how many parlays on this show. There was a time during the NBA season where I think I did three or four just for the purposes of, hey, I think I can pull this off. And these were two-team parlays, not a three-leg, four-leg. No, 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 no. Two-team. I think I won one, like a single parlay. And you kept saying, I don't know, Jinx. I don't know, Jinx. And you know what? You were absolutely right, and I immediately got away from it. I'm going to do it again at some point. But baseball in particular is really difficult to do just because of the reasons you were stating. Anything can happen on any given night. That's especially true when you're talking about baseball.
1: Right. So on today's slate, like you said, every person in America is going to be rooting against the Kansas City Royals because if you look at the slate today, there is one play that obviously catches your eye, and that's Tampa Bay today against the Royals because not only is Tampa Bay one of the best teams in the league, Probably the best team in the league if you're just looking at record alone. Uh, they're also facing one of the worst teams in the league, and that is the Kansas City Royals. Then you add in the fact that they've got the race on the mound. Shane McClanahan throwing, who's 11 and 1 with a 212 ERA. They're at home. So the odds read Tampa Bay minus 400. This is a huge favorite in baseball. This is the biggest line we've seen uh, in a couple of weeks, I believe. So mm-hmm. how do you go about playing games like this, Jenks, where obviously Tampa Bay is the favorite. Every single mm-hmm. piece of logic says that Tampa Bay is going to win, but also you probably don't want to lay $4 uh, to play the Rays at home.
0: No, but I'm laying a buck 65 on the Rays' run line. I really am. I think there's value. If you listen to this show at all, you know I do this on a regular basis where I'm not afraid to lay the juice. I've never laid more than a buck 65. I have never done that that is my limit but here's the thing value is all relative at minus 400 mm-hmm. if you want to parlay that with something fine i get it but the handicap i'm telling you ooh matt says the raise team total over four and a hook minus 150 well that's very good i could look at that too here's the thing jose costs is the opener for kansas city the opener he goes one inning. That's it. So he's giving way to a bullpen that is the second worst in all of baseball. I think the A's have the worst bullpen in Major League Baseball, and then the Royals are just barely above them. So you're telling me that this is a bullpen game on the road for the Royals? Shane McClanahan is 5-0 and this season on ERA of 1.64 at home. The Rays are a top-10 hitting team. At home, the Royals rank in the bottom five in McClanahan's 15 starts this season. The Rays have covered the run line 11 times. That's more than 73 percent of the time. So, yes, a buck 65 is expensive. But when you're talking about what we've seen throughout the course of the season, something that hits 73 percent of the time, especially when I'm having a winning week. Yes, I will take a shot on the Rays run line at minus 165.
1: I think that's the only way to go, even though what I don't love is playing the run line for home favorites, because here's the thing. If the Rays are ahead by one run going into the bottom of the ninth, Mm -hmm. they're not going to play the bottom of the ninth. So I think that's the sabotage factor. And you look at the Rays on the run line so far this year, they've been all right, but nothing incredibly special because I think when I first looked at this game, I said, okay, the run line, the Rays are a really prolific offense. So if anybody has the sticks, to cover this run line is probably this tampa bay offense but looking at the tampa bay rays on the run line 24 and 16 on the run line at home this year which is not something that jumps off the page to you but this is not a good kansas city offense on the road this year on the run line 15 and 21 not a winning record so even when they're getting that one and a half cushion when it comes to the run line they still have not been good so i think that's the way to go i was looking for a first five bet. And I'm not seeing a first five spread just yet on BetMGM. So maybe that's the other way to go. Or Shay McClanahan under one and a half earned runs because this Royals offense is flat out terrible. And Shay McClanahan has been dealing. So uh, I don't think we're playing Kansas City in any way, shape, form or fashion Uh, let's go to some other games on the slate we've got Braves and Phillies squaring off it's Bryce Elder facing Aaron Nola a good pitching matchup here but the total set at eight and a half for a reason two good offenses Atlanta minus 115 Philly minus 105 Jenks we've been big Bryce Elder fans here on the show Mm -hmm. are you rolling with him here
0: I here's the thing I'm a little hesitant to make this bet first of all I don't like the slate today I'll say that straight up. Not I'm going to have one bet. It's going to be the raise on the run line. I handicapped some yesterday, and I looked at the numbers today, and eh, there's a couple I would lean towards, but I'm not passionate about anything. From what I see, most experts, or the money is going towards the over here, I like the first five under five at minus 135, and here's why. Taiwan Walker has been exceptional over his last three starts. One run in his last 20 innings. He is 3-0 this season with an ERA of 2.25 at home. Bryce Elder, rough patch a few weeks ago, got out of that on Saturday against Colorado. But he's been so good on the road this season, 3-0 with an ERA of 1.76. I think we see the majority of the runs in this game late. So I'm going to go first five under five. It's minus 135. That would be my lead.
1: Uh, I do believe it's Aaron Nola pitching, though, because uh, they oh, had a, a rain out. Yeah, I think it's confusing because the Braves and Phillies, I believe, were rained out yesterday. So according uh. to MLB.com, it's Aaron Nola, who I think can keep it under five as well, because uh, I would lean towards either the full game under or mm-hmm. the, the first five under, because I think the, the case for the first or the, the full game under is that this is a team that had the day off yesterday, so the bullpen yeah. should be rested. Um, but yes, I like the first five under, even though it makes me very nervous because both of these offenses are very capable of putting up some big numbers. But at five, that's a really high total for a first five bet for both of these pitchers. Yeah. So I really like that one. I think when you get in the three and a halfs and fours, that's when you start to get nervous for a first five under. But at five, I love that, Jinx. Uh, let's go to yeah. the Red Sox and the Twins. We've got uh, the Twins throwing Brandon Walter. excuse me the twins throwing joe ryan excuse me seven and four with a 330 era it's brandon walter going for the red sox who are plus 130 and he's going to be a long reliever after justin garza opens. so it's basically a bullpen game and you see that reflected in the price. minnesota minus 150 at home here total of nine runs here's how i feel about the twins on paper they should be winning all of these games they have Mm -hmm. a good lineup they have some good pitchers especially joe ryan who's having a great season but it does not feel like a team that i want to trust i can't put my finger on it but the twins just feel really untrustworthy to me
0: yeah i get that i kind of want to i kind of want to hammer the twins today though is this still sitting at minus 150 it is here's the thing is that the red Sox are they're going with brandon walter And I was looking up his minor league numbers. And Chelsea, in the minors, in AAA this year, he has an ERA well over six. So I tend to fade guys who have not been getting it done at a lower level. Maybe the Twins come out and their bats go cold. But I honestly think this price should be juicier. I like Minnesota at minus 150. I wouldn't pay more than that. But for a guy who has struggled at AAA and now he gets his first start on the road against the twins also Minnesota is a team that tends to play better at home Joe Ryan has not been quite the pitcher he was earlier in the season he got drilled at the hands of the Tigers last time out but he faced the Red Sox at Fenway earlier this season and gave up three runs over six innings so I might just add the twins I know it's juicy I was juicy yesterday came home I might just lay the buck 50 with Minnesota
1: if it was a, a smaller price, I think I would be on Minnesota, but the Twins are 2-5 and five in their last seven. It's not a team that's trending in the right direction. This particular game capsule, it definitely points to, towards Minnesota, but also this is a Boston team that's been hot. They've won mm-hmm. six of their last seven games, so I don't think it's going to make the card for me just because I don't think I can trust Minnesota They have been so disappointing, uh, both in a small sample size and also in the larger scale of things. For all the bats they have on that team, they should be much better. All right, so let's go up next to Cleveland. We've got the Guardians and the A's squaring off. We've got Cleveland at minus 185. Oakland, plus 150, total of eight. J.P. Sears facing Logan Allen. We talked about this game a bit during the break. How Cleveland, do we really think, that even against the lowly A's, that the Guardians deserve to be laying a buck 85? My hmm. answer is no.
0: No way. I, I honestly, I like the A's here. And JP Sears is a guy that at one time, he was a straight fade candidate, Chelsea, but not really any longer. He, his ERA has dropped by two full runs over the past couple of months. Logan Allen has been rocked during his last two starts. I, I don't see how the Guardians should be laying a dollar and eighty-five cents here. Now, I kind of like the under as well. And this is a this is a battle of trends, right? Because the A's mm. are a huge over team and playing on the road, but the Guardians are the best under team in baseball when playing at home. I would lean towards the under, but I think there's value in the A's at plus one fifty. JP Sears has been a lot better than you might anticipate.
1: I think I'd either go A's in the first five on the money line or in the full game on the run line because the trend for the uh, the Guardians has been they have played in a ton of one run ball games because their pitching is good and their offense just really isn't there a lot of the times and on the run line at home where they're laying a you know a run and a half They're 14 and 21 this year. They have not been good at covering the run line. So you can get Oakland plus one and a half at minus 140. I don't love like laying that much of a juice for a team like the Oakland A's who are fully capable of getting blown out. But I think that's the play for me. I think Oakland can at least keep it close in a low scoring affair like the under in that one as well. Uh, Let's go out west to the Giants and Padres. We've got San Diego minus 125. The Giants plus 105 and winners of 10 straight games. Does it continue here? We've got a total of eight and a half runs. Blake Snell facing the lefty from San Francisco, Alex Wood. Jenks, when you see a 10 win streak for any team, Mm -hmm. is your first thought, okay, it's gotta end somewhere?
0: It has to, but I, look, it will. But I I also, I would rather ride the hot hand than bet against a team that's playing so well. This could end tonight. They could also win 15 straight. Who knows? I don't think that will happen. I don't think that streak will extend that long. But what I'd rather do is I would go I would go under here. I'm going against the money here. As much as we have crushed Blake Snell, or at least me, I don't want to speak for you, I have crushed Blake Snell a lot. And I faded him all the time last year. Straight up moneymaker. But have you looked at what he's done recently? He's allowed two earned mm-hmm. runs in his last 30 innings pitched You take that every day of the week. And Alex Wood has been solid this season. The problem is, I don't know if the Padres can hit him because they don't hit anyone. They're second only to the A's against right-handed pitching. That's been a problem for them all season long, as we know. I think under 8.5 is the play. It's minus 115. That's where I would go.
1: I either like the full game under or the first five under. And the five is pretty juicy. It's minus 155, so... I guess I'll go four and a half under four and a half for minus minus one twenty. I think both these pitchers can get the job done because uh, Blake Snell is facing the tougher lineup here. We know the giants have been red hot, but like you said, he has been much better as of late, the giants still strike out a lot. And Blake Snell is a strikeout pitcher. And then on the other end, we've got Alex Wood who gets the luxury of facing a Padres Padres offense. That's not been very productive. Uh, one of the, uh, Uh, bottom 10 offenses in all of baseball so I'm gonna go first five under four and a half and then finally let's get to Mariners Yankees because I do like a play in this Mm -hmm. one Yankees minus 120 Seattle even money total of seven and a half Jenks, are you gonna talk me off the Yankees here
0: I will not what I will do is say that I like the under I like the under quite a bit the Yankees have been such a good under team at home this Mm -hmm. season 12 and 20 to the under, that's a clip of almost 62%. You could play it at eight and go under and it's only minus 130. Also, I know Brian Wu scares me a little bit because of his ERA, but he got roughed up by the Rangers and Angels, then settled down against the White Sox. The Yankees just don't hit without Aaron Judge. We talked about that. I like the under.
1: Yeah, I like the Yankees at a short price behind Domingo Herman, who I feel like is the more trustworthy pitcher. So I'll go Yankees minus 120. Love the under as well.